You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly! As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood! Hello! Welcome back to OK Sis Podcast IRL, baby! God damn it. I forgot that when we record in person together, your microphone edit gets so fucked. Like you, you get so loud when we record in person together. Yeah, I'm just so excited to see you, my dear sister. You're here without the bebe. How does it feel? You're in Los Angeles in my apartment. Yes. So I made the trek up to LA this morning with baby LK, but I left her with our mother and so you and I have like a full day together. We got our nails done. Nails done. We are. You guys now know that I bit. I am like a uh, press on girly. press on girly for the past like two years. This is the first time I've gotten my nails done in forever, mm. and it was so weird. I did not miss the salon. Yeah, the salon's not the move, but the end result is for like a week, and then it's do I, okay, not be fun. honest. Do I look like? Uh-huh. No, okay, you're you are arching your fingers back. You're, I got gel X for the first time and it's like I, they're kind of crooked. <laughs> like, no, your nails look better like 
if if you are upset with this, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing for two years with those press on shit. Oh no, the press ons are incredible. No, no, they fit my nails incredibly, and they are not crooked because I have control. As your sister, I'm telling you that it's been ratchet for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. This. Wait, what are you talking this, about? I've told you many times that your press ons look disgusting. <gasps> oh my god, these You're are so mean. I'm not mean. I'm honest. These oh. are legitimately classy and stunning on you. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you've been oh doing. Oh, my God. You're such an asshole. I'm not. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, my God. I love the press outs. I think they look incredible. I mean, it's I'm so Chill debatable. House's, I'm Chill House's number mm-hmm. one fan. Listen, I think they looked cute on you for a second, but, like, oh, my God. Like, you just kept wearing the same ones, and I don't think they looked good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Hello. Okay, welcome. Honest hour. Welcome to OK Sis. I'm uh, Scout. I'm Maddie. your hair, bitch? Yeah, my hair looks not great yeah, today. Yeah, your hair looks very bad. Thank I you. I guess this, should we do a roast? <laughs> no, because I admitted them. I told you that my hair looks bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it looks as bad as you made it seem but yeah it definitely has seen better days <laughs> yeah i don't know what's happening i'm having like two weeks of just like bad hair yeah weeks. That, that'll happen that'll happen i have uh i'm getting the dyson hair thing yeah hair wrap because i went over to brett's house because she has it oh. and she taught me how to use it and then i was like Okay, I will Wait. not be spending $600 on this. So did you get it for free so somewhere? So I posted on Instagram stories and I said, hi, does anyone in LA want me to buy their Dyson? Mm. And this girl was like, yeah, I'll give it to you for 200 I was like, fantastic. I'll be there tomorrow. I think I'm going to do that because I've been wanting the Dyson. I didn't know if it was worth it. I was going to buy it at Sephora, try it out, and then determine if I was going to return issue, it or not. This is the thing about the Dyson is you need to have a full course in how to do it like I would have never if I bought it and tried it I, I would have returned it because I wouldn't have had any idea how to do it they need to be better at user hmm. guides or like guiding the user through this experience because it's a whole different thing than just blow drying your hair and straightening your hair and cur- or curling your hair it is completely different hmm. and unless you have someone like a Brett in your life that is a pro or an expert that you know, is willing to help you and teach you, you're on your own. Okay. Well, you this are is out good. there in the forest of the Dyson and you're just like, you're grappling at straws. This is good to know because we're going to BFF Brett's house tonight for Shabbos. You're not going to be able to try it. I know, but I want to look at it. I've never even so seen Lauren it. So Lauren is going early to get her tutorial. <laughs> Brett is having, she has a salon. She says. She's running a, I another business. Booked, I should have booked an hour. I know. See, I was going. Okay, if we finish this podcast, I might actually go over there with wet hair and try it again. Because she thinks I have straight hair. She was like, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. I'm like, Brett, you don't understand. I do not have hair like yours. Your hair is the perfect hair of all time. Like, she has the perfect hair. And she's like, no, 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 no. No, you just blow dry it and then you do the curl and it's fantastic. We did it. She was like, oh, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Like, your roots. Like, we I would love to see her try my hair because oh, I have like, no, you, I have a mane. Like yeah, the definition mane. of mane belongs to me. You See, you have thick hair. I, I have, don't. I have thin hair. Thick I have hair thin is an curly understatement. Hair. Yeah, with my I hair. have thin curly hair, which is the worst kind. And it's which, just, okay, 
by the way, by the way, I know that's a really dumb thing to complain about because like thick mane hair is what everybody wants. But it is like the I I want low maintenance and thick, huge lot. A lot of hair is not low maintenance. That's why I'm doing the slick back bun every motherfucking day. I've been doing the slick back bun every day. I have this hair has seen hot yoga and a soul cycle class. I (laughs) I think I'm going to throw up. Because I don't it's like I'm wearing you know a what? helmet. I've already it's like I'm wearing. I have a roasted helmet. you enough on this podcast, so I am going to refrain from. Did you see my boobs? No, I'm gonna refrain from the conversation we just had in your bedroom yeah, to now the don't. hair to I think, yeah. Oh my god, I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> oh my god, relax. You're so dramatic. Um, I haven't pooped today. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh my god, guys! It's a Friday afternoon. It's like you can't expect a lot from us right now. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I wonder. Today, I wonder why I'm laying on my stomach and I'm praying to the gods. Like, jeez, like, come on, Jesus. Oh, you know what? What do you think the legs, expectations? Legs up the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you think the expectations of our community are when they put on Okay Sis podcast? Okay, so sisters, DM us. If this is accurate, but this is how I f- how I envision it going. Okay. Oh my god, it's Monday. TGIM. <laughs> oh yes, a new okay this pod- podcast. I'm driving to work. I'm gonna go for my little girly walk. Let me plug in. Let me plug into the sisterhood. Giggle, giggle. Oh my god, shock. Oh, did they really just say that? What? <laughs> And then, oh, my God, I got to write this down in my notes app so I remember this incredible revelation and mindset shift. It's like we we have multitudes. Like yeah, I, we yeah. exist and we have multitudes. Yo, and the started benefits from that. When we started Ogasis Podcast, we one of our main core goals was that we are multi-hyphenates. I know. I fucking hate that word, though. We need a new word for that. Multitude. We contain multitude. I feel like the world, like, so much has happened in the last five to six years. Sure. That I'm exhausted at just, like, the cycle of trends. Oh, it's... And the cycle of words and, like, what gets overplayed so fast and how it feels as if even when you're in business or when you're in a content creation, when you're, you know, you know, podcasting, whatever you have going on. It feels almost by the time you execute and get on oh, top it, of you're it, behind. you're behind. No, it's... And it's exhausting. So <clears throat> I think about, obviously, I think about this in the in perspective of content, but like, for instance, Grammys happened last weekend and, yeah. you know, all the memes come out and yeah. I get... And Mondays are very, very busy for me because that's when I write my newsletter. So it's like, I cannot sit and make a fucking meme right now, but yeah. if I don't... I'm going to miss the moment because I, I can't post on Tuesday. God forbid. Yeah. It's like the Grammys are over then. So yeah. it's like it has been it's a rat race. It's a literal hamster wheel. You just got to. Yeah. Even, I even on remind. like a macro perspective. I, I'm trying to think of an example and I'm falling short. But I feel as if like it, it just feels as if trends are so trendy, even if it's around for six months or eight months or a year or like everyone's about like the mirror selfie and then everyone's about this even if it technically lasts a little bit longer it also feels like things get so outdated and so saturated so quickly like the word authentic and vulnerable 
If I hear the word vulnerable, no, raw came after vulnerable. If I hear the word vulnerable on a podcast one more time, I'm going to freak out. Vulnerable, honest, raw conversation. You're just going to be like, I'm being really vulnerable right now. And it's like, we need another word now because it's totally fucked. Even though the show up as your authentic self. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It loses all meaning and it's kind of like the word community when everyone's like we're really about community building okay exactly exactly what does that mean to you oh you just uh make a geneva for your community to talk to one another that's how or what what do you mean you do do you service them do you talk to them do you do like what are you talking about community it's like community building or social justice shit that they don't actually do anything they just say they do something um, or the like word the gaslighting. I don't even, I still don't really even know what that means. Gaslighting is when. It's like when someone makes you believe something. No, it's like if I come to you and I'm having a hard time with something and I'm feeling like I'm struggling with a challenge in my life or an aspect and you're like, shut up. That's, that's like not a thing to focus on. It doesn't matter. Like you so just, I guess you gaslight you. me. Yeah. Okay. It's like, basically uh, saying, like, uh, your yeah. emotions don't matter, and, like, next. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Yeah. You next. No, I I unsubscribe from the gaslighting. I, I never knew what it meant the whole time that everyone kept saying it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, gaslighting, sure. Now it's a point where you're just, like, you're gaslighting me whenever someone hears something that they don't agree with or something they don't want to hear. They're just like, you're gaslighting me. So it took on, it took on a, a whole life of, of its own. Okay, so these are the things. We're making up definitions now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like getting like, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Did you watch the Grammys? I don't have cable. I don't know what you want from me. Like, I, I don't know Why what to do. Why you log into dad's cable? Because you haven't taught me how to do it yet. The same way oh you need a Dyson God. tutorial. I need a <laughs> tutorial for the cable. Oh, my God. I watch everything on the cable. Really? Oh, I, I don't log it back and forth, baby. Does he know that you do that? I don't give a shit. Okay. I am on that. I am on it. You know, he's on my Hulu, so I guess he owes me. Oh, I'm on Uncle, our uncle's Hulu. I still couldn't believe you pulled that. Oh, I don't know. I literally don't know because Hulu increased to like $20 a month. And I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. And um, my uncle was like, oh, come on mine. And I literally, I wrote, I took a screenshot and wrote down. I know. You were his, like, no, give it to me like, now. Give it to me now. You're never going to give it to me. And I'm there. I'm listed as one of the users. Do you ever go into his? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to see what anyone else is watching. Like seriously. Um. So we watch a lot of YouTube now because of Lily, because oh, Miss Rachel. Oh, Miss Rachel. Miss Rachel. And Dude. when an advertisement come on, she literally, Lily, will just whip her head and look at me. Like what do you she, mean? she thinks the channel got changed. Oh. So now oh Adam God. and I are like, fuck, we're gonna have to get YouTube Plus because we don't want to watch this crap. You know what I mean? Um, I hear YouTube Plus is is pretty good. I because it's cable and no ads. You know, YouTube is so fascinating to me because I feel as if YouTube has stood the test of time, unlike any other content platform in a weird way, and transcends. It transcends things, and I feel like I never, ever, ever got into YouTube. Yeah. And I don't feel necessarily like I'm missing. And then like watching creators? Like I don't watch anything yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. I don't watch creators. I don't watch entertainment. I literally never watch any. I don't even know what I would watch on YouTube. But it feels as if it's a whole other world that is just yeah, always I'm, grounded yeah. and always there. And it's so, always a good idea, I feel like, to, totally. to be on YouTube. Oh, totally. I mean, I love a eating lunch, Put on, throw on like a 10-minute vlog or something. Or like a funny 
video. I love watching hot ones. I started watching that. I never, I never had watched one. What's that? It's when the celebrities eat all the hot. Oh, wings. Adam and I love that. Yeah. So, like, oh, so I'll I'm watch watching YouTube. Them. You're watching YouTube. Wow. So like stuff oh, wait. like that. Okay. Hot take on hot ones. Okay. Don't you hate the music that he puts behind it? I know. It? Yeah, but it's dramatic. Honestly, I would fucking. I would be so good on that show. It is. I would be able to eat everything. Oh, I can't. Oh, I, I, can't. I can't do spicy. Oh, I would be. I would be so great. That is a phenomenal concept. And but the thing is, the guy who does it, like, who is this man? And also, like, he's the guy who started YouTube. But he <laughs> he started YouTube. Uh, but he also like is reading off a teleprompter. He's not like it's not like a real interview. He doesn't do any follow up questions. He just reads them and then they answer and he moves on. Yeah, but the answers. I think the point of it is that the answers are very articulate and very long and very specific. Yeah. That I think it's this juxtaposition of that you're being casual eating wings and all of a sudden he pulls out like a historical yeah. reference of yours from when you were eight that like how does that does juxtaposes against your 18? It's like crazy, his questions. That's actually true. I know. I really love Hot Ones. And then like yesterday, I, re- I watched a Chris Clemens. I love him. I hadn't watched him in a while. And he's just like a hoot. I don't think I know who that is. Let me look he's that up. He's a hoot and a half. He was doing red carpet, uh, Grammy red carpet takes or something. But that's that's like when you watch YouTube. You know what I mean? Just like a quick 10 minute. Chris Clemens, the basketball point guard? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> How do you spell Clemens? K-L-E-M-E-N-S. Oh, K-L-E-O. Clemens. Clemens. I just need to see a picture of him because I have heard this 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 he's word. A, he's, he's amongst the. He did, nope. Never no? seen this guy never? in my life. Oh, wow. Oh, he's fantastic. Um. I think you would be into it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. We're on a podcast. She just showed me a shirtless photo of him. <laughs> um, are we recording on the right ones? Yeah. 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 Anyways. Um, okay. Should we do current fixations? Sure. Let's okay. Let's do it. February current fixations. Um, I'm just going to do one that is here right now. Okay. I got the aloe candle. Yes. It is a Lilabo dupe, okay? It smells like fucking Palo Santo up in here. It smells like Tulum, and it mm-hmm. is fantastic. I mean, you can attest. It smells delicious. Yes, it does. When I came in here, I said, this this room smells delicious. What is it? Yeah, and I like it because it has this larger wick. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I but can. But it's like a incense, I think, or I don't know. I don't know. I think What is the thing that you do your aura? Sage. Sage. It's like a sage. Kind of. No. It's okay. just a big wick. No, but it's like a cedar plank. <laughs> it looks just like a long wick. It no, looks he doesn't. I'm literally Oh, you're yeah, right. I told you it's like a cedar plank. No, it's like um it's not like Sage, it's like a Palo Santo. Palo Santo. Okay, that's what it is. Anyways, this is their signature candle. It is absolutely deli- delicious i think i'm gonna make a whole video on my favorite fragrances because i have got it down like i you know what i am such an anomaly i am not a fragrance person i lately have been so sensitive to smells and i've huh. been so good at picking out good smells hmm. i need to show you this oak essentials um perfume that mm-hmm. i got mm-hmm. it is also a santal something hmm. Oh my god. I wish okay. I, if I could drink it. Oh my god. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. 
You have to be talking about Whimsy and Roe, right? Whimsy and Roe is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, this isn't a current fixation of mine, but it's something that I aspire to be. I feel like I'm not setting the mood properly in my house. Like when I walked in here, there was a candle. You had the right music on. I feel as if I could... You got to get the Google Home. You got to get the candle. I don't know about the Google Home, but I just feel like I'm... Scent, for some reason, has never been something that I'm so drawn to, but I understand how it 
sets the tone. So I think I could do a little bit better in that department. Yeah. Setting the mood is really important. Yes. So my current fixation right now is Tony Robbins' Money Book. So I'm reading his trilogy. I think his... The third money book in the trilogy Quick comes question. out next week or something or Does two weeks. Does Tony Robbins smoke cigarettes? Probably not. How, why is his voice like that? Oh, I don't know. It Probably because like he has been speaking, speaking. on stages <laughs> for like. He's just been speaking he's a lot. Literally his been whole sleeping. Life. Um, no, uh, I'm sure there's. I'm sure you could look it up. There's a reason, but um, I don't know if I that's the way listen, he's. I can't listen to him anymore. It's it's gotten so bad. That's why I was like. Maybe he's smoking. No, he's definitely. Not I know, smoking. I know. He's like a guru, a health guru. But he's when he's on Ed My Let's podcast, I can't listen. I get anxiety. It's like oh, it's that's like such na- a bummer. It's like nails on a chalkboard. That's a bummer. I, know. I hate it when that happens. I hate it when someone's message is so good, but there's just something that, something you, that can't you can't get past. Yeah, the voice is a big one. It's a big one. He has a very unique voice. He has a very he's a very unique human being. Is he um, a wife? Yeah. Her name is Sage. Um, they oh. just had a baby girl. She's two and a half Aww. years old. Tony yeah, it says right here that raspy, condition. rough, and hoarse sound is a result of extended long-term vocal abuse. Oh my God! So ju- his his craft, his career ruined his voice. It, yeah, his vocal cords are damaged from non-talk he's been talking. So much. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Okay, I love the dedication, but sorry, Tony, I can't. So anyways, um, I'm deep into his first book and it's so good and it's very, it gets very dense and like he got, he goes through what every single different type of bond is. Like there's a lot there, but the insights that he is providing are so valuable that it is blowing my mind. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read all three. I'm taking, like I'm highlighting stuff in the Kindle so I can go back and see all the stuff I highlighted and then I'm going to create like a, like a doc of all my notes and all my takeaways and what I want to implement and then map out like next steps for my family and I on how how we want to get there mm-hmm. um but it is a phenomenal book I mean the only thing that I will say is that as I'm reading it I don't even know what it's the first one's called if you just like google you know I'll put uh, all these all these core fixations I'm going to put in the show notes guys so you can go there and shop it so I will put it down there but um I think it's Ma- money master or something master the money game um what was I going to say? Oh, the only thing is, is that it was written in 2013, 2014. So as I'm reading it, there's a couple things that I want to be discerning about because as we were talking about earlier, trends change so much that sometimes financial trends can change as well. So there's a couple things that I'm just like, okay, well, was that in 2014? Is that still applicable now? Um, But there's a lot. I feel like Ramit Sethi has a lot of that where he dispels money myths where he's like, Everyone says that real estate is the number one, you know, you should buy a home, buy a home, buy a home. Yes, that was like great advice when our parents were buying homes. Mm -hmm. But like now that might not be the best financial decision for people. So, yeah, I like that. Where, But Tony's is more like I feel like Ramit Sethi is more of daily kind of budgeting and looking at money. Yeah. Tony's is like here is how you create wealth with your Mm -hmm. money, which I love. Yes. So. I think I have a crush on Remy Saiti. Yeah, I can see that. I didn't realize he was so young. How young is he? He's like your age. Yeah. Or like tracks. maybe he's like 40. Okay, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. If he was 40, you are surprised that he's 40 and young? Yeah. How old did you think Remy Saiti was? I thought he was like 80 <laughs> or like 60. Wait. 
I thought he was like Wait. an old man. <laughs> like, Not because you looked at a photo of him and thought that. No, 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 no. I oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, hold on. I you thought, never saw him. I never saw a photo of him. I've never heard him speak. Just from like his line of work, like being in the money space and how popular he was and how like expert expertise he was i thought oh this man is like 60 years old he has like all this expertise he's telling us oh all my God. and i see his fucking netflix special i'm like who the fuck is that and it, it, it's it's a sprightly rubby yeah, safety i think he, let me look up how let's old he is old i think he's like my and age he's like a cutie yeah he's super he's cute he's a cutie how old and i like is... the way he speaks man how old is ramit Sethi? 41 Damn! Okay, I, I thought right. I I am I think he's older. I thought he was much younger than forty one. Yeah, that's why I said I think he's your age. But that am I? I feel like I'm so. You are a forty year old. I'm like, so. It's like you're scary. 40. I know it is. I I really do feel like I have oh, more yeah. in common with forty year olds than I do with like a twenty seven year old. Are you thirty three? I will be thirty three this year. Yeah, yeah. You're forty for sure. Yeah. I know. Oh. Something very interesting mm-hmm. occurred to me. Mm-hmm. I have gone through my Saturn return. Yay! Well, wait. I I thought wait. I thought like that happens when you're when you turn thirty. Yeah, it's like a range. Oh, so how will I know? Um, I think you have to consult your astrological chart, but I would say that you have. I think I have because for you. Sure. There's a difference. You have. I mean, the last couple of years. The last I couple think, years have been transformative. Transformative. That's so interesting that that's a, and it's only for women, right? Um, I think men go through it later, later. in life. It's so interesting, like why? But these I could be three, wrong. Why these three years or like range? Yeah, it's, so it's like I think the range is twenty-seven to thirty-two 30, or something. Yeah. But you definitely are out of yours for sure, like, man. Think about the difference. Think about I mean, me when I turned thirty. Like, think about the difference of me then. I know. Yeah, but, like, so it's been the same amount of years for you since you turned 30, and you don't feel as big of a jump? I guess with the baby, it's a big Between jump. Between 30 to 33 yeah. and 32? Um, the baby is the jump. Sure. So for it's me. external. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what kind of i don't know how much older i would have felt between 30 and 32 like what like when's the next time you change are you just always changing you're well you're always changing but i do think that menopause well i do think that they're like the the rapid rate of growth from like 14 to 30 is every couple years is a huge huge transition yeah and now I feel, and I don't know this because I'm only about, you know, 32 and, I, and I'm still young and I obviously, whatever, but I feel as if that gap is starting or that, um, like every three years doesn't make as big of a difference anymore. So I could be friends, I feel like with someone who's 38 or 39. For sure. And it wouldn't make a difference to me. I wouldn't 100%. really see so much of a difference, but that age gap in your 20s is so different. So I think that I'm over the hump of the massive three-year Saturn return cycles right and I feel like now I'm just like I'm just in adult land and I got adult land as I continue my life now Mm, yeah you're like officially an adult yeah I think once you have a kid once you have a kid you oh you you are an adult 
you're an adult well, that's and it. the amount that you see different is shocking yeah it's yeah. shocking and so I don't know if I'll ever go through anything un- unless something terrible happens to me like god forbid but I don't know if I'll go through anything as transformative Formative, right anymore in my life mm-hmm. as I have gone through in the last year and a half becoming a mother and then before that my Saturn returns so it's been like back to back but now it's like yeah I'm a kid and now we you know build our life and mm. now it's her turn like it's like it's her turn to live it's her turn to live it's her turn to be in a to be a human she's got to go through all of it now Oi, sometimes I look at her and I'm, and I'm like, like you oh god you got a hell ride in front of yeah. you sister yeah. oh my god but yeah once you once you become a parent I think like I always used to say that, you know, it's like first you have your bat mitzvah that you look forward to, then you, you like the co- then you like graduate high school, then you go to college, and then you get engaged, and then you have you get pregnant, and then after you get pregnant the first time, like it's kind of done for you. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, it relax. Is. What's another milestone that you're going to be so fucking shocked and excited by me? Yeah, that's the last one. It's Lily's no, her, milestone. Yeah, her well, milestones now. Her milestones. Her milestones. My milestones are done. Well, unless you have another kid. Yeah, but that's not as exciting as the first. <laughs> you know. Dude, I fear for the second kid. I fear for my kid. You fear for your first or your second? My first kid. Because Both. why do you fear for the first kid? Because I, of you I, as a mom? Like no, <laughs> I fear. I fear because Lily is so cute, and like oh. everyone's not going to give a shit about my kid. Um, I will give a shit about your kid. Oh, thank you. I really will. Oh my god! But oh, I, wait, wait. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Listen to how cute this was. Me and Benjamin were driving, and we were like, "Oh my god, the day that Lily meets our baby for Aww. the first time, and she's gonna be like the older cousin. She'll be like five or six years old. Yeah, probably seven or eight years old, and." Like that moment when she like holds Aww. the baby. Can you imagine? That'll be so sweet. That'll be and then very they're sweet. gonna become best friends. Yeah, yeah, it'll be crazy. And maybe by that point, maybe we'll see what my plan is. Maybe I'll have a second. Maybe, <laughs> and yeah. um, then the second will be more friends with your first. Right, they'll be a better age. Yeah, Lily will oh. be the older girl. So crazy. I can't wait till she talks. She's starting. You, I just don't believe you. I told, I literally texted our stepsister. I was like, she went up to the dog and said, dog. And Natalia said she was, did that multiple times just now. I, I need to see it to believe it. She says like five or six words. How does she know dog? Because she loves Luna. Yeah, but you don't say dog. You say Luna. I know. I think it's um in her book. There's a couple books where they talk about dogs. And she oh. loves reading. We sit and we read her the oh, books yay. over and over and over oh, and over. So I think that's where she Do your best dog. Miss Rachel impression. Go. No. <laughs> I don't have one. Do it. <laughs> I don't have one. Oh, wait. There, well, there's this one song okay, that go. we always sing. Okay, let's see. I'm so happy. Jump, skip. I'm so happy. Nothing's gonna bring me down today. Sounds like a song we used to sing at camp. I can sing and dance. I can play with my friends. I can roll a picture in the sky. Do you think Miss Rachel is fulfilled? Wait, first of all, let's get her 
on the motherfucking pod. Dude, Miss Rachel, Miss Rachel is, is another stratosphere. I think I looked at one of her videos and it had 80 million views. Dude, this woman is laughing her way to the bank. She is like, these fucking kids, they don't like, I don't know what they see in me, but I'm going to the bank, baby. Like, I think she makes, I think it says on the internet she's estimated to make five million a year. Oh <laughs> she's the modern comfy couch girl what was yeah. that girl yeah big comfy couch but it's amazing because think about how the world has changed okay back then we were bar- you were barney you were talent you were the actor so you sure. were you were barney or you were the um, big fun comfy couch or big blue, blue, blue big blue house big no the big comfy couch no 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 sorry big bear blue house okay that and then one the blue dog what was that blue dog oh blue's clues blue's clues yeah I think he did I think he yeah was, he was yeah. not great. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is like he. But think about it; yeah. those people who did those things, they were just hired as the actor yeah, of that. Now they are their entrepreneurs. Now they are their own business, and they make the money. Back then, those people probably made like literally thirty thousand dollars a year. Totally. And oh now that's the. This is the thing that we take for granted, Mads. Okay, yeah. so I was listening to Burt Kreischer on a podcast. Who I love, Burt Kreischer, and who's that? Um, he's one of the comedians in like the Tom Segura, Joe Rogan circle. Okay. Um, I know very, the most off brand thing about you is that you love that like universe that, and you love Marvel. Yeah. I love Bill Burr. Bill Burr is probably one of my favorite comedians. That's so weird. So anyways, he was saying that when he started to be an entertainer or to be a performer or to be in the industry, you someone else had to take a chance on you mm. and when he this is like you should listen to this podcast episode because it's a very very good episode to really hear about the truths of even though you thought he might have been famous back in the day how much he struggled to actually get to where he is today mm. and he goes so hard on social like he does all the crazy videos he's putting content out left and right and some of his other comedian friends are like why are you doing this and he's like we take for granted mm. that we have this power. Like he fully utilizes it because it's in his hands. Yeah, like to you be control. whoever he wants to yeah. be. And he's like, the best thing an entertainer can do is control their whole business, All their whole everything. narrative, their whole personal brand. Mm-hmm. And you, we forget because we grew up a little bit in that era. But by the time we jumped in and did our careers, mm-hmm. we had this available to us. Yeah. Like podcasting democratized radio. Like yeah. influencers democratized celebrity. Yeah. Oh, look at you with the takes. Oh. Democratized. Oh. Ooh. I like <laughs> <laughs> now I'm now, now I'm blushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel that. And we definitely take it for granted and we bitch and moan all the time. Yeah, I remember I did in the beginning of this podcast of the cyclical trends. Like, listen, make your own fucking trend. Listen, you know, you know, there's always pros there's and there's always, always cons. Always pros. But I remember reading Sofia Moroso's book, Girl Boss, oh and she said, "Never underestimate the fact that social media is free. Yeah, it's free. Like totally. it is. Imagine trying to run a product-based business twenty years ago. No, you can't." You'd well, have you to, like, can, take out you... editorial ads in a magazine yeah. and, like, hope for the best. Yeah, no, it's insane. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. 
Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, I have a really funny story about Girlboss. I'm sure I've told it on the podcast before. So when I was at USC, we... Mm-hmm. I don't even know what class this was, but we were tasked with like reading a business book and then like presenting on it. And me and my friend, we chose Girl Boss, and we were ta- you know talking to the professor. The professor was like so young, like Ramit level young, and so hot. He probably was actually you you level young, and uh, he was so hot and like so cute. And <laughs> we were telling him about Nasty Gal and Girl Boss, and he was like. <laughs> he was like, "Are you guys gonna dress up like nasty gals?" <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we were like, "Oh no, nope. oh no, no oh, shit!" And he, he Did like he get realized so it. Yeah, he oh, like he was no. like, no, "No, no, like I thought that's the trend or that's the like." He was trying to like get in on the girl boss. No, <laughs> like, he meant oh, he meant no. to say, "Are you gonna dress up as girl bosses?" Sure, yeah, I that's think, probably what oh he meant. And then he accidentally said "nasty gal." Yeah, like it was. Oh my god, he probably so went horrifying. home and he's like so scared oh, for his job. Totally, and we were like, "Oh." Yeah, oh but God, we okay. So funny. Oh my God, it was Poor, so that would make me so uncomfortable. But like, I'd feel bad for him because I, I feel like know. he wouldn't even do that. I wore Nasty Gal dress like right when Nasty Gal started, and I wore it and and I was in Santa Barbara, and I went into a boutique, and the girl's like, "Where'd you get that dress?" And I was like, "Oh, it's Nasty Gal." And we take for granted also that the term Nasty Gal is just like 
oh yeah, we know what that is. It's a clothing brand. Totally. People thought it was a porn site. Oh, for Every sure. Every single person thought it was a porn site yeah. in the beginning. Remember Man Repeller? Like, where the fuck is that? Like, oh, we, I follow we, her. I love her. No, we love Leandra Medina, but like, remember the peak of Man Repeller? God. Like, that was peak blog i used to every day i had a rotation of like three websites i would go to i don't go to websites anymore yeah. who goes to websites i went to man repeller mm-hmm. um tumblr and then there was one other that i was like in this rotation every single morning yeah when do you do that you don't do that i do that but that's okay oh what are yours vogue you go on vogue.com yeah oh okay um man repeller wow that like was what a time what a time like it was and such a bold name and we all just knew what it was called like we all knew yeah did, did you read into the gloss because I, I did not i don't think i did I think is it I because we're not beauty bit. girls probably we did, God, I did those a were the glory bit. those were the glory days man yeah. like that's when like influencers were just starting to be really really it was big before all this it was like yeah i don't even Oh, the sartorial list. I'm gonna say that I totally said that wrong. Sartorial list, yeah. Um, that one was great. Blogs. What are the other ones? Like, they were just wait. So we need to think blogs. of more of them. What other ones were there? I don't know, but that era of the internet, I think, was my favorite. I favorite think era. that era of the internet was my absolute yeah. favorite. It was just so much more intentional. So much like the community people at like if you said you liked man repeller, like yeah. I immediately knew who you were. Yeah, at your core. Yeah, which yeah. I guess is kind of similar if you're like. I listen to the toast or I like following this one influencer. Like I get, I can understand mm-hmm. your personality, but there was something about men repeller. Question. Do yeah. you feel as if the future of media brand content, etc., needs to be so directly linked to a face and to like a human voice? Like man repeller, in my opinion, was yeah, Leandra Medine. But it was also a little bit removed from Leandra at the same time. Yeah, like it, other... it became like an editorial site in yeah. many ways. But do you think that in today's day and age, people don't necessarily want a brand like that? They want someone's face talking. I think that is what it's evolved. But I, I can also see it uh, reaching its apex and us going backwards yeah. to faceless you know multiple voices really really strong brand and the because the big and that's something that we struggle with with camber i think you know me being the face of it has given us everything so i definitely recommend it in this day and age Mm -hmm. as like if someone wants to grow to put a face or to put because like people just even if they don't watch the content fully they fucking see my face everywhere it's like a subconscious thing like they just start to be like you're everywhere you're because Mm. they just see my face so much so if they didn't see my face and they were just seeing restaurants and here there they wouldn't associate they wouldn't you're the anchor you're the anchor they just like see me and they just know oh right i like this type of content or i trust this person it it has been integral to everything we've built on the other hand it's hard now to introduce new voices what does that look like does that mean people you know i we could do it but it's it's just a it's a difficult hurdle but also i've struggled with like 
we want the community like we built this amazing community and i want their recommendations to be part of the content i want them to be contributors like i want them to own camber as their own identity but is that weird for them to own it because it feels like it's maddie you know what i mean like yeah i think with the app it allows people to do that where they're like follow me on camber and it'll shift to that when the app is like fully ready but yeah, it's like weird because I think people associate it so much with my face that they don't take it on as their own identity. But then, yeah. but then you think of the toast, for instance. Like, yes, the toast is very closely linked to Claudia and Jackie, but people call themselves toasters. And they so it can go either way. Yeah. And I also well, I, I mean, there's pros and cons to each. But I mean, do you think a brand can build today without that anchored human face on tiktok i don't think so yeah but i have seen there is one account i'm not gonna say it but they don't have a face and they do very well can you send them to me yeah yeah thank you uh also dumois yeah but dumois built it on like the whole like she built or she built that brand part of the allure is that you don't know who she is but she is still there she's anon gossip girl yeah exactly she did like the gossip girl phenomenon yeah which i kind of like that because that is part of the allure that's what i'm saying yeah, there's, there's still an anchor there's still a hook. right she's still it but she's still it you don't know like knows? can brands but then again i think of like vogue and i was listening to this podcast that i just wanted to like i couldn't it was making me want to scream because mm. it was talking about like the doubt not the they were like trying to like call out anna wintour and i was like just stop like just stop just stop. It was a Vogue podcast? No, it was oh. a regular vo- podcast, and they were talking about, like, is this Anna Wintour's end of her reign? Like, is this her downfall? Da, 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 da. I'm like, first of all, Anna Wintour has been around for so long. I don't mm-hmm. care how the fuck she goes out. Like, respect for what she's built, and yeah. there's there's nothing to call out. It, just because a woman is at the end of her career, because she's... I don't know how old she's been doing this for like 60 years. Yeah. So at the end of her career, you're going to fucking give her this disrespect and talk about how the only reason she made it in the beginning was because she had privilege and she missed this mark 20 years ago. And I'm like, come on, people. Like, like give an icon the fucking respect the icon deserves, you know? Yeah. And like call them out. Who was everyone is going to get to the age 65, 75, 85, whatever it is. And they're going to fucking stop working. Like it's not the downfall of Anna Wintour. Is it that is, it's her she's going out on top yeah and listen i don't think she's retiring right now but it was just like such such like cheap easy desperate grabs to, sure. to take someone down mm. that does not deserve to be taken down yeah, I don't like um that. i don't like it it was like so icky and i was really feeling uncomfortable with the conversation mm. um but when you look at vogue vogue is nameless however you always think of anna wintour when you yeah. think of vogue yeah so, I mean, there there could be that dichotomy. I mean, that's why you see a lot of, like, forward-facing founders and people, yeah. you know, whatever. It's just what you decide and what you're comfortable with. And I think I think if it's the right product and the right positioning, I think it can work anyway. Hmm. Okay. Um, we only did one group fixation each. Oh, yeah. We started talking. What time is it? How long has it been? Um, it has been we've been talking for 40 minutes. Oh, it is 5.08. Oh, we got to go. We got to go to Shabbat. We're doing We're a sister. We're doing a sister Shabbat. This was so delightful. Okay, so Brett invited us over for Shabbat. She wanted to do a sister Shabbat with Brett, her sister, and Lauren, my co-founder and best friend, and her sister, and then me. And I was going to be like the fifth wheel and because I'm like part of the sisters of them. And then... um. 
Scott was like, wait, I'm coming to LA. And I was like, oh my God, perfect. You have to come to Sister Shabbat. Yeah. This is going to be so fun. I can't wait. I know. It's going to be like a sleepover. It's so it's wild for me to be like out past 630 I out of my house. Oh. LK's with her bubby, her bubbala. So crazy that mom's grandma. Is her grandma? Gra- no, but that her grandma name is Bubby. Because that was our great grandma's name, and it's like weird to think. No, it's nice. Oh, okay. I love it. Um, it makes me happy. Also, inside. you know what's not talked about enough? Tell me. The way that you have just decided what our parents' grandparents' names are without consulting me. Because now my kids are going to have to call her Bubby. Yeah, but see, I already had to do that with my in-laws. I didn't get to consult on the in-laws. It's the person who has the baby first. I know. But, like, why don't people talk about that? Like, that's so much power that you hold. And you just fucked me. Well, have a baby. I don't, I don't want to tell you. She beat I, me to it. I, I understand. But it's just, like, I, I mean, guess Bubby's okay. But no one's going to be called Grandma? No one's going to be called Grandma. I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It doesn't bother you that no one is going to be called grandma. I feel like that was like the. No, because our grandma is alive and I her name is. Gra- that's that. the whole thing. That's why we didn't do it, because her name's grandma. But our kids are never going to have a grandma. I, I think a lot of people don't have a grandma. Listen, mine is out of control. OK, I have Bubby, Zeta, Didi, <laughs> Papa, Nanny. Papa's grandma. the worst one. Papa makes me want to literally <laughs> crawl into a hole. Papa? up with that one we we couldn't come up with one he just said it and it was he said it i don't know what else yeah you've never heard of that one oh my god it gives me the heebie-jeebies okay why don't you know that our whole life we're gonna have to be like okay okay why don't you we can rename dad it's not like lily knows oh that's true which you like grandpa but our grandpa is alive just it's weird that to me is like weird grandpa and grandma is our grandma like Bubby how do, was, how do other people Bubby, deal with this? Bubby this was insane. our great grandma, and we, you know, uh, they, sh- they, our Bubby and Zeta passed, passed when we were away. very young. Sure. So there's not like this like association, a daily association. It's like a, it's like an homage. Oh. But grandma and grandpa are still alive, so we cannot use their names. Oh, I see. Okay. And also, those are mom's side of the family. It'd be weird to give them to dad. Okay. I don't give know. Give me another name. I don't know. What about Opa? We could. I think that's too close to too home close for to him. home for him. See, yeah. that's the weird thing is like now you have you to can't, like skip. You have to skip. Oh, we can do. Um, I think what his grandparents' names were. What was it? I think it was Poppy. I think it was Poppy and no, well, no, but no, that's, no, what, no, but that's Maurice. Maurice is Poppy. So this is what is so yeah, but fucked. it doesn't matter. Maurice and I guess I think it was Nona and Nona and Papa. I think it's Poppy. Papa. Nona and Papa Poppy's worse than Papa. Okay, wait. <laughs> Is Poppy worse than Papa? Yeah, because I love yeah. it when you call it. It's like, like Peppy. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're sticking with Poppa Lee. <laughs> Yikes. Do you have a better yeah, alternative? No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> oh, are you dying? Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go to Shabbat because now I've just got really hungry and like a, qu- a quenched thirst. Wait, I need to quench my thirst. <laughs> I've, I have some boxed natural wine to bring to the party. Oh, like a sister. Oh, trendy. Like a trendy. Oh, tr- you think I would ever receive non-trendy natural wine? Yeah, like how you say receive instead of buy. <laughs> oh, everything I receive. Everything I, I receive. Everything you receive, the, I know. It was so funny. After dry January, February 1st, for some reason, I got the boxed wine. 
and I got an Aveline PR package at the same like they just knew that dry January they were like we're gonna deliver this right on February 1st yeah. I'm sure all the alcohol brands delivered Did, like, their on, PR February boxes 1st. on February they're 1st they're just like here you go yeah, <laughs> like, yeah jump on in the water's yeah. warm okay anyway. sisters well thank you so much what for the listening the title of this episode um that's for you to figure <laughs> out and then to okay. tell me but uh, thank you for listening to our, all of our solos this year. Mads and I are working behind the scenes on huge things coming. Huge, huge, huge. A little bit of big stuff. So pretty soon things are going to be a little bit different around here. So until then, you're just going to get the two of us until we reveal, we reveal the updates, the new, the new up level. Okay. Right. Well, follow us on Instagram. I'm at Scout Sobel. Mads is at Maddie Mayo. And together, which I need the password because I literally haven't been on that fucking account forever, yeah. at OKSIS Podcast. We love right. you, sisters. Love you. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.